Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. This is Dr. Boris Orlock of Happy Horror Coffee Break, old-time horror radio show. <laughs> and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. Welcome to the weird and mysterious world of the Inhuman Experience, a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained. Coming to you from the mothership directly outside the happy cave of wonders, my name is Bobby Anthem, and with me as always, from the uncanny valley, my partner, my ace, my fellow Inhuman, Bobby Blades. I'm sure you can tell by the introduction that unfortunately I am not available to take part in this one. Our schedules just did not match up and I have a doctor's appointment. Um, couldn't be avoided. So, uh, not really sure about this doctor. Actually, he came highly recommended though. Well, he came recommended by a good friend of mine, well, by a friend of mine. Um, but I do have to call into question the validity of this doctor's license and training and sanity, but none of that really matters. What does matter is Bobby Blades is continuing along with the show today, and he's not doing it alone. He does not like to do these things alone because when he does it alone, he tends to talk to himself. And when he talks to himself, sometimes he'll have an epiphany. And when he has an epiphany, then he will sometimes ascend to a higher level of consciousness. And that's only a problem because we like to maintain a certain balance of ignorance on this show. So, you know, can't have him ascending over me. I know that sounds selfish, but I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, we do have a friend of ours sitting in, actually the guy who, um, who referred the doctor to me. This is our friend, Brandon. 
Brandon. He runs the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. Um, the show is a piece of work. Uh, there's, a, there's an awful lot going on in that show, including robots. And you know how I feel about robots. Um, not too fond of, of doctors either. Um, but I guess some things can't be avoided. Uh, either way it goes, uh, this, this is this is bound to be an interesting one because uh, Brandon is an interesting individual. Um, I don't really even know how else to prepare you for what you're probably going to end up hearing on this. So I cannot keep this doctor waiting. Uh, I'm going to get going and you prepare yourself for my boy Bobby Blades and our boy Brandon and I don't know, hold on to your butts. Hey. hey, this is Bobby Brandon, otherwise known as Bobby Other. I'm stepping in for Bobby Anthem today. Uh, Bobby Anthem is dead today, but he'll be back later on. We're gonna we're gonna resurrect him using our magical machine. Actually, we're gonna have uh, Doctor Boris Orlock resurrect Bobby Anthem, and hope hopefully everything goes okay. Hey, hey, this is Boris. Uh, hey, hey, guys. Uh, yeah, he's dead. So it's gonna take a while. Uh, how how dead is he? Uh, about five minutes or so. It's fine. I'll take care of it. Uh, just continue on with the episode, and he'll be back later. Here, he's put that down. Well, um, yeah, he's. Got, I don't know if I trust him as a doctor for for real. <laughs> I don't know, but we, we don't have any other options. There's no other doctor that can actually bring somebody back from the dead successfully yet. I think he's done it a few times, actually. Okay, well, then I guess we're going just... <laughs> to leave Bobby Anthem in his uh, incapable hands and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah, they'll come back with the weird incapable hands. It's usually the case. Okay. Well, hopefully he doesn't have any extra hands. If you're going to give him something extra, give him extra eyes. You don't want him to come back with a fourth hand? Uh, oh, fourth hand, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I don't get it. it. It was funny, but it wasn't that funny. <laughs> What's that over there? I hear voices. <laughs> it sounds like he's making a, a recovery. He'll be okay. Our studio <laughs> is being invaded. Why does Bobby sound like a woman? Oh, damn it, Boris. <laughs> You know what? I think that's what it is. He's probably going to come back and uh, have like a female robot voice. It'll be the same guy, but you just won't have that deep, luxurious, jazzy, smooth voice anymore. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how the fans are going to take that. There's, he's got a lot of people who like listening to the original Bobby Anthem voice. So Bobby number two might sound a little strange. You could probably just download some uh, just short tracks and have like a Bobby soundboard and he can just push buttons like it can be like kind of like an Ethan or Ethan Hawk. Who's the other guy? Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> it can be an Ethan Hawking. It would be a Bobby Hawking. All so right. what's this show? What are we doing, man? What are we doing? Well, you, you did send me an article and it's definitely interesting. Never heard of it, but a maritime mystery that's been causing ships to sail in circles. What's up with that? Yeah, that's just a... It's a thing that I saw on the internet. 
And as we know, the internet is to be believed 100% all the time. I don't I don't think the internet is 100% real. I'm going to be honest with you. Really? I'm going to throw that conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's been stated before, but I mean, I think it's really just you log in to nothing. You're looking at a blank screen and it just kind of reads your 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 thoughts and, and decides what you what you want to look at at the moment. So that's why I'm always ending up at Pornhub. Yeah, any any kind of weird, freaky shit that you found that you didn't want to see, that was already in your head. Hmm. So the so you you might need to have an evaluation at some point. I don't know. Probably. Well, I've been evaluated many times. <laughs> okay. So what's going on here? We've got uh, strange things that can happen at sea. Uh, some Liberian oil tanker confronted a mysterious incident this Sunday. Or today? Was that today? Was that today? What's today? Oh, no, that was uh, June 4th. Okay. <laughs> Thursday, June 4th. A maritime mystery is what it's labeled as. What has been causing ships to sail in circles? Hmm. So apparently it's it's not it's got to be something weird. It's not just the captain lays on the the uh, steering wheel or anything like that. It's <laughs> I thought for sure it was the ship's captain falling asleep and just like uh, you know he he's kind of slouched over to one side so he's pulling the wheel in one direction. <laughs> We've got to make up some kind of excuse so that the captains of all the uh, all the cruise ships don't get fired for <laughs> just falling asleep on the job. Yeah, you know, it's a mystery at sea. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on COVID. <laughs> That's taken the blame for so much, you know, and it, it could always use one more thing. That's kind of the way that you're supposed to be going at sea, though. Are you not supposed to be uh, sailing unless you're drunk? Oh, really? Isn't that how the pirates used to do it? <laughs> they got songs about it. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum or something. Yeah. I've watched enough Pirates of the Caribbean to know that. So what's the story about? Let's look at it real quick. Yeah, so... As I. As you eat your pizza. <laughs> yeah. What pizza? I don't know what you're talking about. As uh, Bobby, all right. So, what's uh, Bobby to the third power? Bobby three. Bobby three. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know math, man. I, B I just, B three PO. B three PO. Okay. All right. So we'll call you B three PO from now on. You gotta find something for the PO. Penis post outlet. Op. Bobby third post op. Bobby third post op. That's, that's disturbing. It. That's really disturbing. That's why, that's why it works. <laughs> In the wee hours of Sunday, the 31st of May, senior officers aboard the oil tanker Willowy. That, what a wonderful name for a ship, Willowy. Uh, they were called to the bridge and told that their ship and four others in the vicinity were mysteriously sailing in circles. You know what I think? This is a case of follow the leader. Were they sailing around each other? Is that what it's... <laughs> I'm, I got a picture in my head that they're, you know, circling the wagons, but they're on a boat and they're all going in a circle around something. <laughs> it's like an out of, out to sea game of uh, cowboys and Indians. Yeah. You get like... <laughs> Whales shooting arrows. I'm it's stupid. No, <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> it's a manatee. Yeah. 
So they were unable to steer and on course to converge. So I guess they were all going to crash into each other. Oh, they were go. Okay, I see what's going on. Hmm. Sailing in a circle. It's an out to sea game of hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it must be easy to panic at sea. The immediate presumption was that strong currents were pushing the vessels around, but there were no currents where the ships were sailing in the South Atlantic, west of the South African city of Cape Town. COVID, it's infected the waters. The fish are going crazy. So you think there's like a big school of COVID-infected fish that are pissed off because they got the COVID from people that won't wear their masks. And they're just forcing these ships to go into each other, which probably the captains had nothing to do. They've been out at sea this whole time. They've never even seen dry land. Yeah, they they don't even know what dry land looks like anymore. They're done. <laughs> you are. You are. don't get infected. Me lungs are full of salt. <laughs> it's the seas part of hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> or however you say that. So apparently uh, ships sailing in circles is becoming a common and mysterious phenomenon near a number of ports on the coast of China, especially near oil terminals and government facilities. So, I mean, honestly, I, I'm not I don't know a whole lot about the hydrodynamics of how ships and oceans work. But I mean, it seems like it's got to be a pretty sketchy thing to do aside from air like going through the air it's gonna be hard to maneuver like you can't stop you just gotta kind of go in reverse and hope that it takes you there but the water's gonna go wherever the hell it wants yeah but these are motorized boats they're not sailboats right i don't know maybe they are it didn't say anything about motors Shit. So they sail <laughs> sailing in circles so i'm picturing that this is probably like a ghost ship from the 1800s that has been out there this entire time and now they're worried about it because they're going to crash into each other. Yeah. And like all the all these ships that are sailing in circles have just come out of the Bermuda Triangle. Is that true? Um, I don't know. It is if I say it is. <laughs> yeah, researchers, they've been monitoring the bizarre circles near the Chinese coast, and they believe they're the result of systematic GPS manipulation designed to undermine a tracking system. Ooh which all commercial ships are required to use under inter international law. Do you think it's the Russians, man? They're hacking everything these days. You I know? know what it is. And you're, you're onto something right there. I know exactly what this is. It's a Russian plot. It's Boris and Natasha. It's Boris and Natasha. Ah, a moose. Check the cargo. It's moose and squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was, I was just reading this thing, the, the technology. You can read. I'm taking advantage of your reading breaks to slice this pizza. Slice it. Slice the pizza. One-handed. Trying not to make a lot of noise doing it. Make that pizza slice. Stop cutting Bobby in pieces. <laughs> this is the only way to make him back. <laughs> Bring him back, damn it. <laughs> you got to put Bobby Anthem together, not cut him apart. I've got to cut apart parts of the good parts of Bobby 1 and, and uh, uh, attach it to Bobby 2. Uh, no, I'm Bobby too. Wait a minute. Who's this? <laughs> oh, man, I told you not to bring in hookers that you find off the street. I'm just finding random big black 
guys with dreads and cutting them up. I can't do this anymore, man. <laughs> Poor Bobby. So uh, apparently the ships have automated identification systems and the technology broadcasts unique identifiers from each vessel, along with the GPS location, course, and speed to other ships nearby. The signals are even collected by satellites. Aha! There you go. Satellites. Russian satellites. The only ones that know how to use a satellite correctly. That's right. Sputnik is still in out in space <laughs> gathering. Sputnik's the only one they use. They don't have anything else. It's just Sputnik, and it's controlling everything. It's controlling all the American satellites. <laughs> you think that we get? You follow those uh, in those images that they have, like the Earth or the Earth is uh, the uh, orbit is just saturated and cluttered with satellites. Yeah. It's just Sputnik. It's all it is. Well, it's a bunch of space junk. Uh, Elon Musk car and then uh, Sputnik. You got rocks. You got uh, that dog that's dead. Uh, you got <laughs> Elon Musk's car, and then you got Sputnik. Uh, a couple of uh, crashed ships from Area 51 that got shot back into space for some reason. Yeah, we're not supposed to know about that. So don't let, them, don't tell anybody. God damn it, Boris! Why did you have to tell me? That's some privy information, man. You can't be, you can't be broadcasting that. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut that part out. I think that's what Bobby's going to have to do for us when he gets back. Yeah, Bobby, you've got the job of editing this wonderful piece of audio. It, it's all for you, bro. When you return back to life, that is. It's all for you, Davian. <laughs> so, um, anyway, back at this uh, wonderful maritime mystery here. This, this is... Um, what the hell are you doing? I'm so <laughs> mesmerized by the screen. <laughs> I've got it muted so you can read. I'm looking at the bottom of a pizza box. <laughs> Come on, man. They're going to crash. <laughs> Tell me what's going to happen. Maybe I, can Maybe I can help them. I don't know. All right. So the signals, man, they're collected by satellites and used to monitor suspicious behavior, including smuggling, illegal fishing, and trade in sanctioned oil. The circles spotted near the Chinese coast have been attributed to the GPS interference, something which coincided with U.S. sanctions on Iran, according to Phil Diacon, the chief executive of marine intelligence firm Dryad Global. Okay, so okay. <laughs> we're going to blame Iran now. Keep going. This is getting good now. <laughs> According to a global analysis of the data, environmental group SkyTruth, ooh, SkyTruth, the truth about the sky. Or Skynet. Skynet. I'll be back. Uh, global Fishing Watch, a number of circling incidents have also occurred a distance away from Chinese ports. China, blame China. With some impossibly appearing miles inland near San Francisco. SkyTruth found the real locations of these ships often thousands of miles away from the circular sailing tracks. Wait, ships leave tracks in the water? Yeah, they do. Huh. You can only see it from Sputnik, so. Did you just call from a satellite phone? Because you sound different now. <laughs> I'm literally calling you from Sputnik. <laughs> You're in space. How did you get in space so quick? for connection there we go i'm back on earth okay welcome back 
<laughs> Boy, Boris Orlock sure has some cool teleportation technology. All right, so um, yeah, I guess ships leave circular sailing tracks, and the ships were often actually near oil terminals or locations where GPS disruption had been reported before, but this wasn't the case with the Willowy. Ah, man, that name is so weird. That sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it sounds like a Tolkien character. Willowy. <laughs> well, what was that name of the... Oh, yeah, that name of the movie, Willow Man. That, that little oh, hobbit that's creature. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Willow. Willow, that short guy. Yeah, he gets all you can say. You can't say anything else or a good tag. Little person. Man, you're pushing it now. <laughs> so apparently at approximately 1 a.m. on Sunday, the Liberian flagged oil tanker operated by the Singapore business executive ship suddenly swung starboard and began to sail in circles. Ghosts. There's ghosts. It's like ghost ship. Yeah. They, it killed everybody on board, and they decided to steer it themselves, but they only can go in one direction, and that's uh, circle. Yep. It's so, like being, I think what's happening is that the, it's a it's part of Mother Nature's way of, like, first of all, this first she sent out uh, COVID, and it's not killing everybody off fast enough, so she's just going to start flushing the oceans like a toilet, and that's what's happening there. Ah, okay, I see. I see that that does make perfect sense now. That's what it is. Yeah, because the ship that it wasn't able to steer, and the crew reported that four other vessels were caught in a similar spiral. So I guess there's just a big drain going, you know, in the middle of the ocean, and these ships are circling it. And of course, of course, it's South Africa. That was no. This is near. Um, where was it? I thought you said it was off Cape Town. It was, but. Oh, okay. No, I got it mixed up with China. Never mind. It apparently it was there was an oil rig close to China, I guess. Oh, uh, well, there's a graph here. Hold on, this kind of helps out a little bit. The real location of circling ships. Pick Sky Truth Global. This sounds like a like a flat Earther site. If they start talking about the firmament, we'll definitely know. <laughs> As seen from the upper right-hand corner of the firmament, we can tell that the angle of the church. Look at the ice wall there. You see that? Okay, that... Well, according to the ice wall, where these ships were sailing in circles because they were getting dangerously close to the ice wall, and, you know, in front of the ice wall, there's this invisible force field that just makes everything go away from it, and so you're just moving in a circular pattern. This map is not showing me circular patterns. This map is showing me kind of like a bunch of lines going from Europe and Africa over to the west coast of America uh, next to a bunch of uh, dicks out in the ocean. Yeah, I don't see anything circular. I only see straight lines. <laughs> Unless you're just counting the tip. Hmm. Sky truth. I, I don't see any truth in the sky there. And it looks like Sky Truth looks kind of like a label for a, a chicken manufacturer. Or chicken. <laughs> chicken butchery. Chickenery. I'm not a farmer. I don't know shit about shit. Chicken slaughterhouse. <laughs> I think. 
<laughs> I think uh, Ares is interfering with our GPS. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she doesn't even have hands. <laughs> she, she has a mind. <laughs> She's telekinetic. Uh oh, what's going on? Huh? Where? He's got the scalpel. Ares! Grab him! Aim for the knees. Oh. Holy crap, is that his head? Oh boy. Guys! Bobby Wan is a... He's, he's escaped, so... He, oh, come on! How many hands was he supposed to have? What? Better add one more just to be safe. Did you go, go on and find him. Quickly. Well, the good news is that Bobby Wan is still here. But Bobby Wan... Wan is a... Oh, no. Yeah, he just got run over again. Oh. So it might be another week or so. I apologize. Oh, man. What you... the hell's going on? Uh, we've got problems. If we can't bring Bobby back from the dead, then this show is screwed. What well, sounds like he's already back. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should Did just... we come to any conclusion with what's going on with these shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get back into that. Okay. Why are you so close to the Happy Horror Coffee Break studio? How did I end up here? <laughs> Wait, weren't we above ground earlier? Why are we in a cave? We were broadcasting directly above the Uncanny Valley uh, from the mothership, and now we are... I don't even know where we are. There's nothing is working in here. This is the same phenomenon. I think this is like a global phenomenon. It's not just the ships. It's everything, man. We're now circling other podcasts. We're yeah. Oh man. Headed for a collision course. And then what happens when we all collide? We'll find out. What's the rest of the story? Okay. So apparently there's uh, GPS jamming used by the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps to dupe commercial vessels into entering the Iranian waters and Chinese electronic warfare capabilities have been proposed as a potential cause for some of the ships appearing thousands of miles away from where they really were. And the crew aboard the Willowy, they were aware of these issues, but none of the risks could be feasible west of Cape Town. Ah, yeah, they were in Cape Town. Okay. Yeah, and one of the uh, one of the crew was, was quoted as saying, uh, "There's only one man who would dare give me the raspberry." Lone Star. Um, so yeah, the Cape Town is a long way from the Strait of Hormuz or the contested South China Sea. God damn! But the European Space Agency has detected something else. Nobody knows why, but the Earth's magnetic field, which has lost almost 10% of its strength over the last two centuries, is growing weak in a large region stretching from Africa to South America, impacting satellites and spacecraft. I got nothing. That's, that's crazy shit. Yeah, uh, the Earth is kicking us off. We're losing 10% of its magnetic strength over the last 200 years. What's going to be like in the next 200 years? 20% magnetism was going to be dissipated. And then magnets won't work anymore? 
magnets how do they work i don't know they just they attract and repel that's that's all i know <laughs> don't ask me these things ask boris <laughs> Uh, okay, so this this is known as the South Atlantic Anomaly. The field strength in this area has uh, shrunk over the past 50 years, just as the area itself has grown and moved westward. And over the past five years, a second center of the minimum intensity has developed southwest of Africa, very near to where the willow was sailing. Uh, right, so it's just it's getting shallow where they're sailing, and they're just not paying attention to it. So they're they're pretty much just kind of they're coasting through the little sandbars and that's what's going on they're going into each other's ruts and that's why it looks like they're circling each other I don't... yeah and that's how they can make tracks because there's actually it's there so shallow that there's sand because they're touching the ground yeah God, why did they put people in charge of this shit that doesn't even pay attention to that I, I mean I got it now all I had to do is hear that and look at this map of the, of the world's uh Atlantic anomaly. That looks uh, like predator vision, man. That's alien technology right there. It looks like all of the world's, uh, all or at least all the it was, it's the whole world because the whole world is orange except for right there above Africa. So that's going to be where all the water is going to end up in the next two hundred years when the magnets have all failed. <laughs> <laughs> this is science. This isn't funny, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get Boris's take on that. Guys! Yeah, what's going on? The world's magnets are failing and all of the water is congregating above Africa. But how can the water it's congregate? How can it congregate above Africa? Why wouldn't it go beneath Africa? Oh, why do I have to explain myself? I've gotta chase Bobby! All right, go go get Bobby. Aries, get the shovel. I don't know why. why. He needs a shovel. I don't know why he needs a shovel. Well, it sounds like he's okay. I mean, he's chasing him again. It's not like it's a. Uh, I he'll be okay until that shovel gets used. For whatever reason. He seemed really upset. He wasn't even in the room. He was really upset about the world's uh, the, the South Atlantic anomaly. Uh, he he so doesn't seem like the type to, to be bothered by that kind of thing. I don't know. He, he's, he's bothered for a second. and then he, That's why he screams every other word. It's like he remembered something bad and then all of a sudden it's good again. Oh, okay. But getting back to this. Uh, one speculation regarding this weakening is that a, it's a sign that the Earth is heading for a pole reversal in which the north and south magnetic poles flip. Hey, I talked about that before. The that sounds sexy shift. as hell. Yeah. So the north becomes south and south becomes north. We've all been there. Yeah. Tijuana. Tijuana? You're damn right I do. <laughs> Uh, they're saying this flip won't happen immediately, but instead will occur over the course of a couple of centuries, during which there would be multiple north and south magnetic poles all around the globe. Oh, we're going to have a... We're not just going to have two, we're going to have many. We're going to be covered in poles. 
Santa Claus is gonna be pissed. Well, that's what's gonna happen. Like the magnetism, magnetism is the way that uh, the uh, compasses work, right? Like it points to the north because of the magnetic stream on the on the. This is gonna hurt my brain for a minute. Uh, <laughs> the pole is up north, and the magnet is gonna point towards the pole. So if we got twenty poles. You're going to be standing, it depends on where you go, but if you go stand in the right place, you're going to watch uh, the compasses spin, like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, it's going to be hopping around everywhere. I mean, it's it's not going to do us any good, but it's going to be a cool party trick. Yeah, it's like, hey, want to see what my compass can do? <laughs> Mine doesn't, too. You're not special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time's going up here. All right, I'm back. Oh, I thought you already cooked a pizza. I'm cooking two. They're little uh, red bands. Ah, okay. Tasty kind. Oh, man. It's the brick oven. Wait, is it's it the, the deep dish? Uh, no, it's just the brick oven kind. Oh. The deep dish is amazing. Did they, I didn't see any deep dish bread baron. Red baron's the way to go, though, because they're cheap and they're good. Yeah, I used to get those at the corner store for like, I think it was 50 cents. 50 cents? Oh, are you talking about the little ones? Yeah. The little uh, personal pizzas. Oh, yeah, this is about the size of a small record. The size of a planet. <laughs> size of the planet in the next 200 years when the magnets all fail. And the size of uh, the water above Africa. So much is going to happen because of the magnets. It's all because of the magnets and COVID. That's what you get when you get Bobby 3. See, Bobby sounds really weird now. I'm telling you. <laughs> so where are we at in the story? How much uh, have we learned? Oh, so, yeah, we've learned that there's going to be lots of north and south poles all over the globe. Um, apparently the impact is going to be enormous for seafaring vessels whose navigation is based on magnetic compasses, causing them not only to sail in circles, but perhaps not even realize it. So first of all, let me ask this. Do those those ships that we're worried about crashing into each other, do they know that they're going to crash into each other? Do they realize it yet? I don't think they realize it until it's too late and they actually are close to crashing and they're saying, brace yourselves, mateys. This is kind of like a National Geographic thing where we're just kind of watching as it happens and don't want to disturb nature. Yeah, yeah, it's it's almost like we're 20,000 feet above the Earth and we're watching all of this go down. Where have I heard that? Foreshadowing. I'm sorry. Uh, but unfortunately, as the crew and the company's onshore superintendents know, it's been decades since magnetic compasses governed maritime navigation. Well, that's a big relief. I mean, we've got GPSs now. They, I don't recall them needing magnetic compasses. Okay, so that's not the problem. Uh, well, nope. Modern ships like the Willowy use something called a gyro compass. Instead, it's which finds the true north as determined by gravity and the axis of Earth's rotation rather than the magnetic north. 
Oh, it's not doing them any damn good right now. They're about to crash into the other ones. Apparently not. Uh, and this, this gyro compass is used alongside the ship's other systems to detect the true north, identify the course, and steer. If it was to fail, it could cause exactly the issues which is, it's been experiencing. So apparently it is failing. It's failed. <laughs> <laughs> the system has failed. So uh, I think that we're in a point in time in history that we can like get out there and say, "Hey, shit's going down. Let's uh, let's get out." <laughs> it's time. Yeah, it's time to abandon ship. We can't just uh, chop her out there and say, "Hey, guys, I know you like being out on the water and the ships and whatnot, but it's gonna be bad for you. So let's let's uh, let's abandon. Let's get mm. out of here." Yeah, but. Oh, Bobby! Get him to get him to stop Bobby from screaming. I don't know. I just hear butcher shop sounds in the background. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? I'm not sure. It depends on what's happening there. I mean, I didn't think that Bobby was so messed up. He had to be put together like Frankenstein. Well, I mean, you've you've seen you see him all the time. You know that that's not true. Yeah, you're kind of right. Okay, but yeah, going back to the story, the, the ship apparently resumed its course safely when it switched over to using the secondary gyro compass along with an old-fashioned magnetic compass for good measure. Okay, so hold on. There's no problem? Everything's fine? Apparently, they didn't even crash into each other. They were just is this sailing now, circles. Is this news at all, or are we just... <laughs> We're just stating something that could have happened, but we're we're far enough advanced that we didn't allow it to happen. So, yeah. Uh, what the hell is the story? Apparently, we have averted disaster this time. Um, when asked what caused the failure, the company described it as an incidental breakdown and added, "Repair will be done at the next port where the cause will be identified by the shore technicians." But what about the other ships in the Willowese vicinity, circling and seeming as if they would all converge? A spokesperson for Executive Ship explained to Sky News, the initial presumptive cause of circling for the Willowy was considered to be strong currents, which also led the crew to perceive that other ships were circling too. With so many mysteries on the ocean, it must be easy to panic at sea. <laughs> Again, I don't. It sounds like they weren't panicked at all. It sounds like they had like twelve backup plans in case that in, in fact happened, which they were ready for. Yeah, they apparently they had a second gyro compass, which they used with a regular magnetic compass, and that got them to return to the bearing that they were originally going. So what the hell's the big deal? This this doesn't even need to be an article. So have you ever seen Burn After Reading? Um. Yeah, but it's, it's been a it's very like, long time. It's like I'm, I'm going to spoil it because fuck it. If you hadn't seen it, go watch it. It's fine. <laughs> like at the end, where everybody ends up uh, like nobody knows anything, but everybody's shot each other out of being paranoid, and then they go back to uh, uh, J.K. Simmons. It's like, well, what have we learned here? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, carry on. Don't let it happen again. That's pretty much what actually happened because I have no clue what's going on here. 
What's that? Do they call a person a hydrologist who studies the currents of the water and everything? Or is that something that I just made up? That's what we're doing now. Let me let me look. Hydrologist. Aha, Google, you are my friend. <laughs> hey, a hydrologist is a... Uh, Okay, a hydrologist is a scientist who researches the distribution, circulation, and physical properties of the Earth's underground surface waters. They help environmental and other scientists preserve and clean up the environment, as well as search for groundwater. Um, yeah, okay, so we are definitely not hydrologists. So, what's the opposite of that? What uh, are the guys that just cause panic for no reason? That would be us cool <laughs> we start the story off with look out there's four ships out in the out in the south of africa right now right this second that are they're, in a collision course they're dangerously other. close to each other we have no idea what's going on apparently something's going on with the magnets and the water levels rising yeah and and we've got 20 poles in the earth yeah there's, there's north and south poles everywhere they're just popping up the, the whole planet's going crazy the fish are pushing the boats around and then further down the page we're like yeah this something happens all the time we expect it so we're ready for it we're good yeah we, we we've got backups and redundancies and everything ah man what a way to end a end a good story is it a is it a happy ending or is it kind of a yeah we we were the, we nothing happened we we saw it coming. Uh, well, it's only a happy ending if they all come. Yeah, preach. That's Whoa. what all the polls are for, man. Boy, uh, you you better check your backyard. I just saw Boris run past you uh, chasing another man with a shovel. Oh, let me look. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened, but uh, Bobby ran off, and uh, Boris is laying on the ground unconscious. So. <laughs> oh, man, I have no idea what this could mean for next week. Apparently, our ships are circling, and we're about to crash violently into one another. <laughs> well, goodness is, Bo is Bobby's okay, so looks like he'll be back next week. If he has his memories intact, he he could come uh, he could come out of this pretty traumatized and messed up and not knowing who he is or why he's here. You're telling me you wouldn't love him in any form he's in? Oh, I would, but he doesn't know who I am, and, and that would make things really tough. I think you mean spicy. <laughs> Caliente. <laughs> no, wait, that means hot. Never mind. Picante. Picante. Salsa picante. Aren't you threatening me? Huh? We don't need no stinking salsa picante over here. Hello, listeners of Random Other Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cogswell, here with my co-host, Marie Mayhew. Hey, everybody. If you like podcasts like 
whatever podcast this is, then come listen to the Mad Scientist Podcast, a weekly show on the history, philosophy, and hard science between fringe and paranormal claims. Marie, what are some topics we've covered in the past? We have covered UFOs. We've covered economic collapse. We have covered cats. We did cover cats pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. distinctly. Yes. If you like podcasts and a little bit of humor and a little bit of singing. And some cats. Come listen to the Mad Scientist (laughs) podcast, please. Shoot. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all, from how to make a peanut butter sandwich, to how can I get my hot coworker to notice me, to how do manatees bang, any question at all. Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans and. Hey, I know you got a segment you usually do where you answer somebody's questions, and I'm full of answers. All right. Well, give me a moment while I uh, ask a question into my little machine here. Is it just a magic eight ball? No, it's not. <laughs> Don't give away the secrets. <laughs> my wife got one of those uh, pendulums, the kind of the Reiki, I think, pendulums. Oh, okay, yeah. You swing it over your palm, and like if it's a circle, it's a yes. If it's a back and forth, it's a no. And if it doesn't move, it's undecided. And I'm like, so basically, it's just kind of like a witchy magic eight ball. And she goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the same concept to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, are we going to have sex tonight? All signs point to no. She's swinging it around her head. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh. All right. So this question comes in from an anonymous listener. Always love those. <laughs> and they want to know why do kids learn math when they could just use calculators like the grown-ups? Okay, I've got a good I've got a good explanation for that. We got 8 hours in the goddamn day that we got to work. I cannot have my kid with me all the time. <laughs> Anything that you can do to stretch out any minute little problem for a kid and make it last as long as possible, that's what we're doing. That's what that new math is about. That new math where you uh, you could just do like straight division and shit like that. They have you like, okay, we'll take this part and, and subtract from that part because if you subtract this side from that side, it'll give you a new number that you can do in, in another division problem that'll uh, let you do the same thing and go backwards and you'll start off with the original question. Uh, but we, we haven't got to the answer yet. That's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> There's a new math. I wasn't even aware there was a new math. Oh, my God. And I just my, I got my kid enrolled in school just in time for that shit. What the hell is it called? New math. New math. <laughs> what a novel idea. <laughs> 
So that's the answer to that question for sure. All right. Well, yeah, calculators are, are calculators have been around since before humans existed. So we don't need to know math. We have no use for it. No, there, there's no reason for any kind of mathematical equations. Well, anonymous listener, there's your answer. Um, you'll take it and you'll like it. <laughs> and with that, I think it's about time we sure wrap same things up. Bobby would have given. Yeah, Bob, Bobby sure definitely would have given. the same answer that Bobby Anthem would have given if he was alive today. Yeah, he would. Wait, if he if he was alive Four today, is it, wasn't he just running around? I mean, he was alive today, but he wasn't alive today also. So we're kind of in like a little paradox. Ah, okay, I see. I get so confused. I mean, I don't know where these timelines converge. It's fine. We got calculators for that. You don't have to know shit. Yeah. And apparently the Russian satellites already freak you out halfway through. And the what? The Russian satellites. Oh, the satellite. Okay. The satellite. The Russian, the only satellite in space right now. Sputnik. <laughs> it's been there since the beginning of space. Uh oh, you just got it. Yep, you went, you cut out for a minute there. Oh my god. You're you're already having Bobby Anthem audio issues. Why is the face of Eris the robot flickering on the screen? Oh wow, it is. That's that's unsettling. Hey, morons. Bobby 1.5 is nearly ready. We just need to glue the tail back on. <laughs> I think that's just her telling us that he's ready to go. I think he's uh, he's been rebuilt. She's uh, saying that she's doing the thumbs up signal, but she just looks really creepy because she has no hands. Yeah, that's weird. Now she's mooning us. Okay. Uh, turn right, yeah, yeah, turn off the screen. I'm deeply disturbed. <laughs> well, at least you know Bobby Anthem will be back next week, so you're good to go with that. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me on this uh, definitely strange episode of the Inhuman Experience. You're welcome. And I'll be uh, I'll be in the same place if you need. <laughs> All right, and hopefully we will see you guys next week with Bobby Anthem fully intact, with all of his limbs attached, and maybe even a working eye. I'm expecting a fourth hand, man. This is going to be cool. If he's got a fourth hand, I'm definitely making a t-shirt about it. He will be the mascot for fourth hand. Yeah. The man with the fourth hand. <laughs> All right. See everybody later. Bye. I guess we'll start off with confirmed sighting, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, what genre shows or books or movies or comics, whatever, have you read recently that you're really into? Okay, you know what? Blind Spot. Have you, you know that show? Uh, no. Okay, well, it's a show, and it's either NBC or CBS or one of those. I don't know. My wife's the one that turns it on. I just sit and watch it. Uh, <laughs> it's back on. Uh, it was canceled. It's, it looked like it was. It had like six or so seasons. It's basically what it is. It's this. It's this woman who kind of at the very beginning she showed up 
in like New York or something like that in a duffel bag in the street with no memory. And she was butt naked and she was covered in tattoos that she had no memory of, of getting. Oh, I think I heard of that. I, I saw Yeah, that. and every tattoo has like a specific meaning. Like it shows like, like a crime that happened or is going to happen or, or something with her past or something. And it lasted a lot longer than I expected it. But we got into it. And then the very last episode, I think it was last year. Uh, it might have been before that. I don't know how long ago it was. But they were like in a, in a bunker in a safe place. And uh, it just like got bombed and everybody died. And that was and the end of the series? Wow. That's pretty dark. They ended it with just that. Uh, so we weren't even looking for it. We were like, okay, they canceled the show. We couldn't find anything on it. And then all of a sudden, last night, we're flipping around and notice that it's back on. Like, there's a brand new episode coming on. So, how, if everybody died, how'd they do that? I know. This is the weird part. This is what's going to happen. We were like, okay, how are they going to explain this? It's got to be great. They got to explain this. Uh, there was no explanation. And there was nothing alluding to that they were bombed they didn't show any clips of that or anything they just jumped into like a new season everybody's fine it's like it was a dream it's like the end of Dallas or whatever that was I don't know I don't even watch that shit hmm well I'm gonna have to check that out that seems interesting and you said the chick was naked right <laughs> yeah she's not very hot though she's got kind of a weird fish mouth oh <laughs> the show's great yeah. What? So it's is it a sci-fi type show or is it just uh, some? Not not necessarily sci-fi. There is some kind of, like most. It's it's like technology that we have now, but it's more of just a, a mystery show. Oh okay. Like a like a crime drama mystery sort of. Hmm. So. It... But uh, the, uh, the 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 youngest daughter from Growing Pains is in it, and she's kind of hot. Youngest daughter from Growing Pains. I'm trying to think now. Damn. It's been too long since I've seen any of those. Who was in Growing Pains? Uh, I know their name. Fucking hell. Uh, Mike Seaver. Um, was the kid, was the main kid. That is, he's the, he's the really right wing, not, I don't know if he's right wing, but he's really like, uh, he was hanging out with a guy that was teaching you that a banana is, is God's perfect gift to us because it fits perfectly in your hand. Hmm. Oh, Kirk Cameron. Okay. Kirk Cameron and his sister, other Cameron from from a Full House. She's not in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, Candace Cameron? Candace Cameron. They're both crazy as fuck. Oh wow. I haven't seen these people in... Oh, look, there's Alan Thicke. Uh. <laughs> He's dead. Leonardo DiCaprio was in that? Wow. Yeah, he was like Boogie. He was the other guy. He's the kid that showed up once in a while. Huh. Yeah, the, this is from He's the like 80s, the man. the kid that they took in off the street. Wow. Okay, so you're talking about uh, Tracy Gold? Tracy? No, that's the older sister, the younger sister. Okay, hold up. Mm -hmm. Chrissy, uh, Ashley Johnson. That's her. Ooh, wow. I think she's kind of hot. Very good looking, yeah. Oh, she was in the Avengers. Yeah, was she? Yeah. What'd she do? She was a waitress in the Avengers. Oh. 
Big role. <laughs> Biggest role. Biggest roles you have, please. Thank you. Who was and, it and that some, said there are? Huh? I'm ordering. Oh, you're ordering? From the waitress and the Avengers. Oh, okay. Continue. That's, oh. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that said there are no small roles, only small actors? There are no small roles, only large roles. We ran out of small roles yesterday. <laughs> we have large roles, we have cinnamon roles. Let me get a chalupa. No. Man, we ain't got no, no we chalupa. No, we can't do chalupas because we ran out of picante. Well, what do you got then? We got a pizza. We got the dog beats. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stop my little ICP That's rant. That's off the rails as far as we can go. Yeah. That's out in the woods. That, Yeah, that's, that's beyond the woods, man. That's out in uh, outer space, solar system, <laughs> and galaxy. An old wine cabinet said to be possessed by a demon, which invokes nightmares and physical harm. An island full of giant rabbits, said to appear once every seven years off the coast of Ireland. A rural family that in the dead of winter walked one by one into their barn, but never walked out. The world is full of fascinating mysteries, and the Blurry Photos podcast sheds light on the darkest corners of the unknown. With a new storytelling-focused format, Blurry Photos brings legends to life and examines if there's any fact behind the supposed fictions. Join me, David Flora, as I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored on the Blurry Photos podcast. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.